the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's Friday, so we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. I'm Roger Franklin Williams. I'm here with Joe Ferraro. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. Beautiful, a little bit cooler, I think I detect maybe. Nice breeze here on the front porch at Porky's. It's a great day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter, especially with a huge football game coming up tonight, Joe. Blue Darters on the road tonight at Bartram Trail High School to take on the Bears, which is located up in rural north St. John's County, north of St. Augustine, south of Jacksonville. As a matter of fact, it, it sits right in between. If you look at it on the map, it's right pretty much in between uh, St. Augustine and St. and Jacksonville. And you know, Roger, I can't think of a better way of kicking off a Labor Day weekend with some great barbecue at Porky's and high school football with the Blue Dark. Absolutely, Joe. Don't get no better than that. And friends, we invite you to come up and participate in it with us. Come, come on hang up out. and join us at Porky's. Make some noise. We're looking forward to being joined by John Perry a little bit later. Looking forward to be joined by um, Coach Darlington a little bit later. And Joe, talking about uh, Labor Day football weekend, we just saw a car fly by with uh, you know an SUV with huge um, University of Miami Hurricanes flags uh, flying, flapping in the wind. So not only is it a, a great weekend for high school football, it'll be a great weekend for college football as well. Absolutely. Uh, of course, I, my Gators kick off this weekend along with everybody else. The UCF Knights had a huge opening season victory on the road at U- Connecticut, and uh, they're still burning up the, the scoreboard Outstanding. with a new yeah. coach and everything. I, I really do believe they're going to have another great season this year for the UCF Knights. But, of course, you know, Joe, one of the great joys that we in Apopka and we Apopka, <coughs> excuse me, Blue Daughter fans and alumni have is we got to have our own team to pull for. That's right. You know, our own hometown team, the Apopka Blue Darters. And, of course, let me remind everybody that you can hear the game right here on 1520 WBCW. We'll, Joe and I will have the pregame for you at 6.30 p.m. The kickoff will be at 7 p.m. And, of course, not only will it be on the air, on the airwaves at 15 tw- a.m. 1520, WBCW will be streaming live on the website. 1520wbcw.com and with the 1520wbcw app. Yeah, definitely get the mobile app. That way you can take the ball game with you everywhere you go and if we, you're wandering we about. We encourage you to you know, contact Joe and I either however way you'd like to do it, Facebook, text message, whatever. Uh, 
Facebook Messenger, when we'll try to read your messages on the air. In fact, last week, Joe, we had so many messages, I didn't get to all of them. So we kind of have a backlog of messages, but it, we love hearing from you. In fact, we've already sorry, starting to get the messages today. I had heard from Tony Hurst, literally one of the most loyal Gators, excuse me, uh, Blue Darters, and um, he's also a loyal Gator, too. But um, he said he might have some trivia contest questions for Whoa, us tonight. Oh, nice. And so, um, but we're already starting to get messages from our uh, loyal listeners, and we look forward to bringing to you the game tonight. Um, now, why don't we um, talk a little bit about, we'll talk a bit about the game against Okoy, because that was pretty much a perfect open season win. You know, a 47 to nothing victory. Yes. Got things started off right with a 89-yard kickoff return by Cornelius Williams after taking a handoff from Akeem Brown, kind of a razzle-dazzle special teams play. And the first half concluded with a 100-yard touchdown interception yeah. return by Anthony Fieldings, and that made the score 34 nothing at half, and it was just a complete domination. We'll talk about that game um, in the first part of our show today. Then we, I want to share with you about Bartram Trail. Went, uh, both Joe and I have been um, you know, boning up on Bartram Trail, learning about them and their program. Of course, John Perry had some great information in sure the did. chief today. And a very quality program, a top-notch program in the state of Florida. For example, they played in the state, in the Class 7A state championship game last year. So they were state runners-up last year. Not one, but they they, they had two quarterbacks that they used last year um, with their first-team offense. Both of them got scholarships. One of them's at Auburn. So that'll give you a little bit of an indication of the kind of talent they've got there. Very good school. And... uh, as I've been reading about Bartram Trail, we'll talk more about this a little bit later. I've learned that they uh, have one of the best high school football stadiums, complexes in the country. In fact, when the New England Patriots a few years ago were playing in the Super Bowl in at Jacksonville, uh, they actually came over to Bartram Trail and practiced at the Bartram Trail High School practice facility, which is uh, and football uh, facilities, which is pretty amazing. In fact, if um, that might even be the only time that an NFL team has actually used a high school team um, field for practice to prepare for a Super Bowl. Well, I heard it was because they had an NFL-quality ice machine, and that's why they went over there. Very possibly true. <laughs> uh, but before we go further, I, I want to, of course, acknowledge and remind you about our wonderful sponsors. We've got a, a large lineup of sponsors for a Popka Blue Daughter football this year. And I want to make sure everybody knows about them. I want to encourage everybody to patronize and support these businesses because they're the ones that, that make this show possible. They're the ones that make the football broadcast possible. And, of course, we'll start with Porky's. We're Porky's right now. Steve has uh, been an extraordinarily loyal sponsor of, of Blue Rider football and 1520 WBZW since our earliest days. Also, Florida Door Solutions, the very first sponsor on 1520 WBZW. They helped to get the station kicked off um, and started. Um, of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., and BurnFatOrlando.com. Likewise, he supports every single program on our radio stations. And he does. And our newer sponsors, starting with Rosati's Pizza Pub, with locations in Hunt Club and Mount Dora. Um, Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics is bracing you for success. And they are big supporters of Blue Daughter Athletics as well. Um, also, a Popka Moore and equipment repair, and their owner is Mike Martin, a former Blue Daughter baseball player. Uh, of course, Central Florida Audiology and Blue Daughter alumni, Dr. Amy Davis. 
and Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens. Uh, brand new sponsor on Blue Rider Football. And of course, our newest sponsor, friends over at Community Health Centers. John Reardon's a big, uh, big high school football enthusiast. And of course, the Community Health Centers have a very long history and legacy with the Apopka community. In fact, they were founded in the Apopka community back in the uh, 1970s. So it's uh, we'll, you'll be hearing a lot about our sponsors, and I encourage you to please uh, let them know that you appreciate their support of Blue Darter Sports on 1520 WBZW. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Okoy game. You know, what, you know Joe, the 47 to nothing kind of kind of yep. you know, says everything about it. But it, you know, basically, we'll hear from Coach Darlington. I'm sure he'll have a more critical eye than we do. But from a pan, fan's percept, perspective, it was literally just total domination from the kickoff until the, the last seconds ticked off. That's true, though they were not without some mistakes. And because one of the glaring ones, at least for me, was the number of penalties. Mind you, they only had six penalties, I think, for 55 yards, as opposed to the previous game where they had 14 for 123 yards. So the coach got them squared away, so I'm expecting even half of that tonight. Some interesting things about the game against Okoy last week, uh, one of which is once again, and, and actually Coach Darlington gave us a heads up on this back when he was coming on during spring practice, right. is that we threw, threw the ball a little bit more than we traditionally do. Apopka was 8 of 10. That's incredible. For 137 yards. Um, Jackson Darlington was 6 for 8. Corey Davis-Hamilton was two for two passing. Jackson Darlington had two touchdown passes. And uh, one to Akeem Brown, one to Fred Young, the tight end. And so that was a, that's a, another dimension that we saw at Mainland, and we also saw it in the Spring Jamboree, uh, is, is, is a, a, a Coach Darlington adding a, a passing complement to his already very explosive offense. And so far it's been working beautifully. We could expect that again as well tonight because I'm pretty sure he's probably going to do a 50-50, go to the air, and put it on the ground as well. Probably not 50-50, but you'll, you'll use it kind of strategically. Um, but the 8 for 10 passing that, that's, uh, and with two touchdowns, that's incredibly efficient. As, yes, it uh, is. We had 176 yards rushing on 29 carries. That's lower than our normal output, probably about half of our uh, normal output. However, you know, we were scoring in so many different ways. You know, the, the offense didn't have the ball that, that often. And then um, soon, right after we got into the second half, we put up another touchdown and went to a running clock situation. So exactly. the game uh, in the second half evaporated very quickly. And then in addition to that, which I was very pleased to see, um, Coach put in a lot of the second team second uh, team guys on the offense. And they did very well. You know, so we're, we, get, we ex can expect that again tonight, most likely. And, of course, I encourage you to pick up the Apopka Chief this week, as he does every week. John Scott, John Perry has all the stats and a great rundown uh, and story about the game. Well, just before we move on and start talking about Bartram Trail. And, and some wanna, good pictures, too. I want to remind you that you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Joe Ferraro is joining me. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. And uh, we look forward to having John Perry join us a little bit later and Coach Darlington join us a little bit later. Of course, we'll have the football game for you tonight. Pre-game, 6.30 p.m. kickoff, 7 p.m. right here on 1520 WBZW. 
on streaming online on our website, 1520wbzw.com, and with the 1520wbzw app. Um, the touchdowns, and we've mentioned already Cornelius Williams, 89-yard kickoff return to start the game, took a handoff from Akeem Brown. Second touchdown was Cornelius Williams again on a four-yard run. Third touchdown, Akeem Brown caught an eight-yard pass from Jackson Darlington. In fact, he made a very nice catch going up high to snag that ball out of the air uh, on a high uh, leaping diving catch uh, for the third touchdown. Then Cornelius Williams scored his third touchdown of the night uh, still in the first half on a 26-yard run. So Cornelius Williams had three touchdowns in the first half, including returning the opening kickoff for a touchdown, Joe. And I think that's uh, that's the kind of performance that, that helps you win ball games because he really that's that's what you don't want you that's what you want to do is jump on the opposition early, put them away early. You know, don't let people hang around with you. And Cornelius Williams certainly um, you made his contribution to that effort with three first-half touchdowns. Sure. If you can get three touchdowns before the first half, you're looking pretty good. And, and you need to keep them from converting first into first downs. So Cornelius Williams, I believe, had something like six carries and scored three touchdowns, which is a pretty productive night. And, and, and speaking of the six carries that we had, um, you know, as, as we've talked about, and one of the things that one of, the, one of the characteristics of this year's team is we have a, a wealth of talent at the running back position. And in this particular game, the, the ball was distributed in terms of running carries very evenly. Jacorian Davis Hamilton had six carries for 55 yards. Akeem Brown had six carries for 33 yards. Uh, Jackson Darlington had six carries for 31 yards. Of course, he is oftentimes the, gets that tough yardage between the tackles and between the guards. Uh, Cornelius Williams, actually, I guess he had, um, according to John, two carries for 30 yards from scrimmage, so he had an extremely productive night. And Eric Wright had two carries for 26 yards. Uh, Jalen Carter, one carry for 15. Uh, Judd had two for four. Neal had one for minus four. Barnes had two. Uh, so anyway, um, a lot of guys carried the ball last week, and it, it was it was distributed uh, uh, quite evenly among the ball carriers. Well, friends, we're going to go to our first break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk about the 47 to nothing opening season victory over Okoy, and we'll talk about the game tonight on the road versus Bartram Trail, who finished last season as the state runner-up in Class 7A. Before we go to break, I want to remind you that if you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. We'll be right back, coming to you live from Porky's on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Joined by Joe Ferraro, we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. It's football night, not only for the Blue Darters, but college football weekend. Wonderful time you know, th- throughout, you know, exciting time. People out representing for their school. Joe and I will be at Bartram Trail High School tonight, bringing you the football game. Pre-game, 6.30 p.m., kickoff, 7 p.m., Hear it all right here on 1520 WBCW and also stream live at 1520 WBCW.com and with the 1520 WBCW 
app. We're here at Porky's. In fact, Steve is here. It's great. Always great to see Steve White, the way he hosts yeah, us every over. Friday. And before we get further, I want to remind you again, our program is sponsored by Pork, um, Porky's by Blue Daughter Sports on 1520 WBCW and Blue Daughter Football are sponsored by Porky's by Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C. and BurnFatOrlando.com by Baptiste Orthodontics, Rosati's Pizza Pub with locations in Hunt Club and Mount Dora, Central Florida Audiology, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, Highland Funeral Home in Highland Manor, and Community Health Centers. And Joe, as we wrap up the uh, game about Okoy, one thing I do not want to neglect to mention is, because I think this is probably the key to the, well, it's hard to say what the key is. There were so many, you know, big, big positive things. The, the defense played, you know, exceptionally well. Uh, first of all, they stuffed the run for Okoy. Okoy had only 40 yards rushing on 22 carries, which means they gained less than two yards a carry. Not going to have very much success no, that way. No, never. <laughs> and then, and of course, as we've heard from Coach Darlington, the number one priority for the defense is to stop the run. Uh, but then uh, when they when Okoy tried to pass and they passed 14 times, they only completed four, um, and they had one intercepted. And, of course, that was a 100-yard interception returned for a touchdown by Anthony Fieldings. So the defense just uh, played a very consistent game, uh, stopped the run and stopped the pass for Okoy. It's always beautiful when you see that goose egg up there. It really is. Those are hard to get, and it's always a, a big accomplishment when you get one. So anyway, we'll kind of put the... Uh, yeah, wrap things up um, with with Okoy. It was a, just a great opening season victory, 47 to nothing. Offense played well, defense played well. Lots of highlights, lots of fireworks. Um, starting with a kickoff, returning the opening kickoff for a touchdown. But now let's talk about Bartram Trail. You know they're a team that uh, suspect a lot of people in Central Florida aren't real familiar with. You know, people that follow high school football closely are familiar because, you know, they are, in fact, they're state ranked and they're in the top 10 right now. I believe they're right. number seven in Class 7A uh, with the Florida Sports Writers Poll. Uh, from, and we're number four in Class 8A. And, um, you know, of course, there are various polls. I always try to mention the, sp the specific poll because there are numerous polls and, you know, people are ranked in different places. But pretty much the consensus is we're a top 10 team in the state of Florida. And, probably a top five, the top three team in Central Florida uh, in, in all the various rankings. But uh, anyway, Bartram Trail, as I said before, they played in the state championship game for Class 7A last year. That tells you a lot of what you need to know, which is they, they got a heck of a football team. Yeah, when you make it to the show, you're good. A lot of talent. They put a lot of people into college football. As I said before, uh, they, they had two quarterbacks that shared playing time last year. Both of them got Division One scholarships. One of them is at Auburn right now and uh, so i'll give you an idea of the talent you know, joe says i was looking about you know f finding uh, online checking them out online one of the things that i noticed according to max preps which is as we know isn't always 100 percent accurate but you know it's they're, they're at least a, a resource they had a lot of big scores last year i would say they probably i didn't figure it up specifically but it looked like they averaged at least 35 points a game last year so uh, that'll tell you a little bit about um you know their their team and their their offense, they're a team that relies on, on explosive offense. Right, and I'm pretty sure they didn't have a slack schedule either, so I'm pretty sure they were going up against some pretty top-notch teams. 
last week they got uh, they had a win in their opening game they beat Brunswick Georgia 35 to 6 so they'll be coming on coming into the game 1 and 0 coming into the game 1 and 0 now one thing they they did lose both of their starting quarterbacks they do have a new quarterback this year um, and I believe they lost some other key players off of that offense but but the other thing that that you know, you realize when you start to take a hard look at Bartram Trail and their mascot are the Bears is that they've been good for a while you know and, and that that tells you they're not just you know last season wasn't just they just happen to have a good team right it's not a fluke they've got a good program they've got a solid program so when solid programs as we see right here in Apopka with coach Darlington we lose key players we lose big time players we've got big time players come, coming along and being developed to, to play those roles and that I suspect is exactly the situation at Bartram Trail as well so even though they did lose some key players including their their two top two quarterbacks receivers last year uh, I suspect that they'll have very talented people filling those roles and athletic as well so yeah we can expect a very good game from the Bears tonight up in St. John's County looking forward to that now this is a, a non-district game of course but you know just and we'll talk briefly about the the new playoff system which is in its second year started last year is to, to kind of paint with a, a broad brush because you can really get into the weeds with this stuff I don't even I wouldn't even begin to try to explain how the uh, the strength of schedule is tabulated I think those that came up with it would be hard pressed <laughs> to be able to tell you but the key thing to remember is that before last year for many years in Florida playoff spots were determined by winning your district or coming in second in your district so over the past years, at least the years we've been covering the team, decade or, you know, um, you know, if you win your district, you're in the playoffs. If you come in second in your district, you're in the playoffs. You qualify automatically. But the only only games that really count toward the playoffs are your district games. So theoretically, somebody could have uh, three uh, games in their three district games, which that's our case. You know, we, you know small, the districts are pretty small. Go 3-0 and in your district win your district qualify for playoffs and lose all lose your seven non-district games it's kind of an extreme example but but the point is they wanted to kind of change that situation and make all games more important so now um, teams are assigned points for every single game they play so now every the point is every single game on your schedule is relevant to your chances to making the postseason and that's why that's another thing about the game tonight. Not only is it a very interesting game between two top-notch programs and with talented players, it's also a game that does have postseason implications. Now, just so I can wrap my head around this, they're going to give you points if you win a particular game. Are you assessed additional points or less points according to the score of the game? I don't think according to the score. Um, you know, it's it, just a W it, in the column. Yeah, and, and you get basically, theoretically, you get more points for beating a, a, a team that's written, that's determined to be a, a tough opponent. Right. So, you know, I suspect that this will be a, a point getter for us if we, if we win this game, uh, a nice one. Now, you also get points um, if, if, uh, if you lose to a team that's determined to be a, a very good opponent. And um, that's a very unscientific term, but like I say, to, to try to explain how they figure it out, I have no idea. But, for instance, we got points last year by losing to Lakeland. Because Lakeland was, uh, went undefeated in the regular season. And that, you know, at, that actually loss actually helped us a little bit when they tabulated the points at the end of the season. So, And, and that's um, 
So pr probably the team that loses the game tonight will probably come out ahead, if you will, in, in with terms, points. Uh, with points, yeah. So, but anyway, that's um, don't want to go any further down that that that, that hole. But, yeah, everybody's already going. All right, stop. But <laughs> but the, the point is, it's a quality opponent. Um, the game will have an impact on the postseason, even though it's not a district game. And um, you know, it, it's just it's going to be. You know, let's face it. Okoy is, is not one of the better teams. You know, they were one and nine last year. They're starting all over again with a new coach this year. Right. You know, a team like that's not going to be at the, at their top level. So um, yeah, they're building. The, the the game tonight will be a whole nother can of worms. This is a, an established program. They've been good for a long time. They were the number two team in Class 7A last year. And uh, so we'll, I think we'll definitely have a, a very a very strong contest, a very competitive contest tonight. And, and then, of course, we're on the road traveling a long way. Well, I hope a lot of Blue Darters come out and join us on the road. Hope to see a nice turnout at the stadium. Absolutely. One of the characteristics of Apopka football is that we travel well on the road. We support the team on the road as is it was personified at our various trips to the state championship game yes uh, at uh, camping was now camping world stadium you know uh, a pop in fact year one year they actually they had the tarp covering a lot of the stadium because they weren't expecting the stadium to be full they had to take up the tarp because there were so many people from a popka yeah, the whole town came out supporting the, the blue darters and uh, and we had a great group at tallahassee the year we won it in 2001 as well um a little bit more about Bartram Trail because I do think they're, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting and as I said before not a whole lot of people in Central Florida know a whole lot about them um, they have one of the best according to what I've read online uh, comp, uh, football fields stadiums, football complexes re yeah, athletic complexes uh, literally in the country in fact the New England Patriots went over there and practiced uh, one year when they were playing the Super Bowl in Jacksonville and, and in addition to that they, the Patriots actually um, donated a lot of money, paid a lot of money to upgrade their facilities. Very nice. So Very they've, nice. they've got facilities that were paid for in part by an NFL team, not just an NFL team, the, the New England Patriots. So I, I'm, I'm expecting to see some pretty impressive uh, digs up there tonight. Well, I hope they said a nice thank you letter to Mr. Kraft for that. Well, actually, it, from what I read online, uh, Mr. Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, went over and actually spoke to students at, at Bartram Trail High School, and Sweet. Bill Belichick actually went over and spoke to students at the school. I, I would have loved to have been a flyer yeah. on the wall in that <laughs> in that room. Yeah, but very impressive. Anyway, it's it's a quality opponent. Uh, it's a kind of opponent that uh, you know gets your blood pumping a little bit uh, fast, heart pumping a little bit faster, and uh, very exciting for anybody who just loves high school football. Um, you, just, just to, as an observer, this is a very interesting game tonight. A, a pop on the road at Bartram Trail. It is. And speaking of heart pumping, John getting your, your heart beating, here's John Perry. Well, that's quite a segue there. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself, Joe. Yeah, exactly. My boxer dog. Not, not, not necessarily <laughs> in that connotation, guys. My boxer dog loves me. I do know that. He would be wagging his back end if uh, I imagine his whole body. Well, the sports section of the Apopka Chief. There you go. He, well, <laughs> he might do other things with it that dogs do with paper, but uh, <laughs> anyway. Up. Yeah, I heard a little bit of, of the show on my way down here, Roger, and uh, I know y'all were talking about the system points for the playoffs and stuff, and uh, that does make your head swim. Um, 
sometimes, and, and I understand it fairly well. You know, and to answer your one question, Joe, score has nothing to do with oh, okay. it. okay. Seven to six or 51 to nothing, that doesn't matter. You get uh, a set amount of points, that's it. For, for a, how that team finishes. In other words, you know, Bartram Trail and a pot, either one, let's say both of them go eight and two this year. The winner of that game will get, uh, I think it's 50 system points, and the loser gets, I think it's 35 now. They did raise the the uh, uh, the, the points for a loss to a, a like an eight and two or nine and one or ten and zero team, um, and so this year they added five more points. So if you lose, if you beat a, a a two and eight team, you get the same amount of points, I think, as if you lose to an eight and two team. Understand that? So yeah, yeah it's uh, it, it, it's well, they 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 are rewarding playing better teams. So you don't, you know, you could play all two and eight teams, and you you still get more points than if you were to uh, to to uh, to beat a, or to lose to an eight and two team. In other words, a quality program. So uh, they they've got it set up like that. We got to go to our break right now. We'll come back. We'll continue to talk to John Perry in depth. Uh, one, uh, I'll share a quick uh, uh, one of the more extreme examples of that last year was uh, Haggerty was fighting to get into the playoffs. Their last game of the regular season was Winter Springs, which had been scheduled before this whole point system came along. But Winter Springs ended up 0-10. Uh, they wow. beat Winter Springs. They, they lost points. <laughs> they, they worked their, right. way, their way out of the playoffs by beating Winter Springs. Wow. So, anyway, yeah. it's, uh, you know, that, okay, that's, that's an example. But <laughs> Anyway, we're going to go to our break. We'll come back. We'll be joined by John Perry on Blue Darter Sports Central coming to you live from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Joined by Joe Ferraro, we're joined by John Perry, the pocket chief and planner. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka as we get our Labor Day weekend started off just right. Not only is it not just a Labor Day weekend, it's a Labor Day football weekend. A lot of great football will take place tonight in high school football around the state of Florida. One of those will involve our Apopka Blue Darters, and we are on the road against the Bartram Trail Bears, a team we've never played before. It's a team up in North St. Johns County, north of St. Augustine, south of Jacksonville. Team uh, with an excellent football program. They made it to the Class 7A state championship game last year. Uh, Not one, but two of their uh, quarterbacks got Division I scholarships. That'll give you a brief insight into the kind of quality program we will be dealing with tonight on the road. Of course, we'll have all the Action, Joe and I will have all the action for you, starting with the pregame show at 6.30 p.m., kickoff at 7 p.m. John will join us at halftime for the halftime report. Before we go back to John Perry, I want to once again remind you that Blue Darter football on 1520 WBCW is supported by Porky's Original Barbecue, by Florida Door Solutions, by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., and BurnFatOrlando.com, and by Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics, bracing you for success and bracing blue darters for success. And Joe, before we, John and Joe, you continue to talk about um, the varsity. You know, we had a, a major uh, event took place last night. I even say a historical event and not a good one. 
in that our freshman team who had 12 years of undefeated seasons against other freshman teams uh, fell last night at home to Wekaiba at 26 to 6. Did you have any uh, thoughts about uh, well, that? Well, I, you know, I'll see how Rodney Hodge is tonight. Uh, he's the freshman coach, but, uh, you know, also helps out with the varsity. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Rodney, knowing Rodney, he's a competitive guy, but he's, he's, he keeps it level too. So he'll be, dis- he's disappointed, I'm sure, but he'll, he'll turn the page, I'm sure, today and, and tonight especially. But, uh, you know, I, I, I was, was there for the first half and, and shot a few pictures, and uh, it was 8-6 to six Wakaiva at that point, but obviously it was all Wakaiva in the second half. Uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's a 12 years in a row. I mean, the kids who are seniors now, I mean, the kids who are on this freshman team, uh, you know, they were still in uh, knee pants, so to speak, back with the last time the Apopka freshman football team lost a uh, game uh, to another freshman team. And so, anyway, bottom line is they were just, you know, uh, Wakaiva's got some pretty good football talent over there. I don't think there's any doubt about that. It, but that doesn't mean Apopka's not going to be continue to be good. It's just it's a two a two horse town now in terms of, of uh, football and, and obviously at all levels and, and uh, the 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 talent level uh, for football especially, but other sports as well. But for especially for football, it's just outstanding at this point in, in, in our neck of the woods, so to speak. Now let's go back to Bartram Trail. We kind of talked quite a bit about Okoy before John joined us. Um, but, 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 but before we go to Bartram Trail, um, could you just kind of give us your overview of, of the game against Okoy? And, of course, it's well documented in, in this week's Apopka Chief. Yeah, I, it was it was odd because, you know, I knew the rushing numbers weren't all that great, and then I added them up, and it's like 176. It's like... Gosh, <laughs> most programs, you know, oh, we had a great rushing night, 176 yards. Popka, that's if it's 276, it's like, okay, that's all right, you know, nothing special, that's okay. Uh, it's usually it has a, a three in the f- uh, first number of the rushing total, but uh, obviously 130 it was 137 pass, I think, 139, something right around there, and and. Uh, 137. Yeah, and so in other words, it was 8 of 10. 313, 8 of 10 313 total yards. That's usually the rushing total. Now, the passing at that point might not only be 28 yards or 14 yards or something. if at all. Uh, yeah, exactly. And and so but so uh, you know, overall it was fine and you know, 47 points is pretty darn fine too. Especially with uh, um, you know, opening kickoff return for a touchdown, 100-yard interception return for a touchdown by Anthony Fieldings. Uh, you know, uh, five, five touchdowns. Uh, I guess uh, otherwise, you know, r- uh, three rushing and two passing. Uh, that's four different ways to score a touchdown. That's that can be hard to beat. Yeah, and, and, and as far as just the yardage, you have to factor in. We went to a running clock early in, in the second that's half. Absolutely, that's a great so point, Roger. Usually that that'll lead up uh, the time in a very. Yeah, and, 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 and then coach substituted pretty liberally in the second half. Uh, too. Absolutely, uh, you know, only twenty nine rushes. You know, against uh, May, uh, Maitland, I said Mainland, it was, uh, I think, 57, almost twice the, the right at twice the amount of number of rushes uh, from the week before because there wasn't a running clock. And so, you know, when you're rushing 29 times, uh, 176 yards doesn't look so bad. 
Now let's go ahead and move on. It was 49, 47 and nothing victory over Okoye. Great way to start the season. Very efficient game. Defense played great, uh, as we've talked about already, uh, both against the run and the pass. But now tell us about Bartram Trail, because I think it's a very interesting opponent. And, um, you know, there's a lot to tell about them, actually. Yeah, they they run like most teams now. They run the spread offense, and they're they're very good on offense. Um, you know, as you mentioned earlier, they had the two kid, two quarterbacks who signed uh, Division One uh, uh, scholarships from off of last year's team, and one of them's at Auburn. I uh, don't know their names, but uh, I do know they were good enough. Uh, Rick Darlington told me that they would substitute or switch them out every other series, and they just switch series. And so, uh, you know, obviously they scored a lot of points last year. I don't know what they averaged, but they scored a lot. Uh, defensively, there may be some some chinks there that Apopka can take advantage of. Uh, I would expect a decent number of points to be scored tonight. Will uh, there's one thing we will find out, Roger, is how good this Apopka, how much improved this Apopka offense is, both uh, rushing attack, but also the, the especially the passing attack. Because the quarterback they've got now is a kid who's just a junior. Um, He's, he transferred in, don't have any idea where from. Uh, they've also got a, a running back who's a Georgia Tech commit. And, if, you know, Georgia Tech runs that, Paul Johnson runs that, that old Apopka wingbone offense, as I used to call it, uh, like Apopka ran when they won the state title in 01. And uh, same same idea on offense. And so, um, you know, they've got they've – got, uh, so if they're recruiting a, a running back, is what I'm saying, he's a pretty darn good running back. Uh, and so, obviously, a bright kid if he's going to Georgia Tech. So, anyway, they've uh, you know they've got some some weapons on the offense that uh, that would have been Popka would not have even come close to seeing last week on against Okoe. So, uh, you know, a true test for the Popka defense tonight. I think I think uh, Popka will be able to run the ball on on uh, a Barton Trail tonight, but we'll see. Uh, you know, last week they. Brunswick, Georgia. They beat Brunswick, Georgia, 35 to 12. And uh, Brunswick, you know, moved the ball some, but it was a, kind of a bend don't break situation for the Bartram Trail defense last last week. Uh, pretty good, pretty good uh, special team, pretty good kicker, place kicker for for Bartram Trail. Um, uh, and and uh, he had a couple field goals that were you know decent length last week. So, uh, or excuse me, in the in the in the preseason uh, game. Uh, and and so we'll, but I, I have a feeling that Apopka will be able to put up a few points tonight. Listen to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're speaking with John Perry and Coach Drawington's joining us now. Coach, of course, of course the, that's only if the if the coach calls the plays the right way. You know, tonight we'll see. We're gonna throw it every dime, fifty times. <laughs> We're gonna crank it out there tonight. We're gonna get in with the. Uh, what is it, the 21st century that we're in now? I, I think so, yeah. Whatever century we're in, we're going to aerate it out there. Air, Dar- Air Darlington, that's my – Probably not going to throw I, I the think, ball. I mean, run the ball ever. I think we'll uh, – let's let's uh, copyright that term, Air Darlington. Don't know that's that right. it'd ever be used, but – Yeah, yeah. Well, John was telling us about Bartram Trail. What can – tell us about Bartram Trail. The uniforms, I think they're uh, good uniforms. They have silver helmets, kind of a BT on the side. Nice combination. Use some royal blue and black like we do, but kind of use more black and silver than the others. But I think the uniforms are one of the top teams that we play. John's probably told you all about them football-wise. Well, he was telling us, but, I mean, you, you, you know more than John. He probably so. – no, I do not. And he probably doesn't know what their uniforms look like either. So I, I know exactly what He's been talking about them. He does, actually. 
He but saw a picture. The the thing about Bartram, their coach's name is Daryl Sutherland, and we would go against him at FCA camp every year for a long time. And I think they're a very well coached team. I think they're very classy. I think they try to do things in the way that we would do, as far as drive having a character building program and. Uh, so we're not playing a team that's going to overlook us and be cocky. We're not playing a team that's going to be intimidated or awed by us. You know, they're in the 7A finals last year. They've been in the semifinals before. So this is a team that wants to compete and uh, is right on our level, you know, always trying to compete for a state championship. And they do it the right way. So I think it's going to be a good game between two good programs more than just teams. And so to play a team like this, you know, you can't play the – no respect card or the don't overlook them card. I mean, it's just going to be a really good good game between two good programs. Now, the defense, excuse me, you had a, you know, I would say a good, great evening, a great night last week. I mean, they shut down the run for Okoy. They only completed four out of 14 passes. Got the 100-yard interception return for a touchdown. Excuse me. As John was talking about the offense of, of Bartram Trail, can you talk about the you know, the challenges and you know, what you expect from our defense against well, them? Well, they're going to have a much better quarterback than we've seen so far. You know, they had two quarterbacks last year that both went Division One, and I'm sure the guy stepping in is going to be right in that same mold. They do a lot of RPO stuff, which is the rage now in colleges and the pros, which is a run-pass option where they'll they'll have a run play called, but they'll run pass routes with the receivers. And so if they see a certain key, whether it be a linebacker or a defensive back, playing the run, then they'll throw the pass. If their linebackers or safeties are playing the pass, then they'll hand the ball off. So it's kind of tough to defend that stuff because it's kind of like the new thing the last, say, three to five years. And they're as good at it as anybody. So it's not just defending the passing game like people think. It's defending the run and the pass because if you, if you go all run on them, they're going to throw it on you because they're reading it as the play develops. And if you just decide, just decide, well, we're just going to stop the pass, well, then they'll run the ball on you. And, you know, they had a bunch of yards in their game last week, and they're very good on offense for sure. Y'all, y'all scored on an RPO last week. We'll finish up on our next right? break. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Coach Darlington and John Perry from the front porch at Porky's on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you as we kick off our Labor Day weekend, and we're doing it from the front porch at Porky's. I'd like to come up and join us. We're joined by Coach Rick Darlington of Apopka, John Perry, the Chief and Planner, and Joe Ferraro is here as well. Before we go back to Coach Darlington, I want to remind you that Blue Darter Sports on 1520 WBCW is sponsored by Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Come up and see their brand new showroom uh, up and um, on Highway 441 north of Apopka, just uh, just between the 429 and uh, Puma Serena Road. Mike Martin, former Blue Darter baseball player, is the owner at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Back to Coach Darlington and John Perry. Coach, looking at the Okoy game, you know, of course, um, seeming, you know, the offense, defense, and special teams had, had big moments. Would you, which one of those would you like to talk about first? 
would, or would you like to talk about one of those in particular first? His questions. <laughs> well, we returned to kickoff. That's good special teams. We didn't do very well in the uh, extra point game. We, we botched a f- several of those, which is very disappointing. Defensively, again, we played we played well. We hold them to about 60 yards and didn't give up big plays in the secondary. That's been the reason we've been doing well is we haven't given up big plays in the air, which is good. We usually play the run pretty good, so that's good. And then offensively, you know, we were efficient. We didn't get a lot of snaps. We almost threw for as much as we ran for, which is unusual. But um, it's good to be able to do both because when we play some of the teams we play in the weeks ahead, including tonight, we're going to have to be able to do both to win. And in the passing game, you know, eight for ten, you know, very efficient. And, and Jackson Darlington was six for eight of that, and over you know, 137 yards and two touchdowns. Right. Yeah. We throw it. If we throw it for that kind of percentage, that's really good. That's what we want. I don't want to go out there and throw it four for ten. I don't mind throwing it ten if we complete, you know, seven or eight. But that's always the goal is 70 percent or higher. Would you like to talk about um, the defense? We talked about the kind of offense that Bartram Trail runs. At, talk about the defense and you know challenges well you don't ever know because you know they see they 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 always been an odd front team but against us who knows what they're going to run so it's always one of those things you go out there and you see what they're doing when you get out there because every team's going to play us differently one of the interesting plays against okoy i've got things started off in a big way printing the kickoff for a touchdown cornish williams but he did it off of a handoff can you talk about about that play well, it would just return right. So if we kick, if they kick the ball to our right, we run a reverse. If they kick the ball to the left, we fake a reverse, and we're always going to return it to the right with the left returner. Now, if they kick it to the middle guy, he just runs to the right. We don't do a reverse if they kick it to the middle guy. If they kick it to the right guy, if they turn right, we reverse it. If they kick it to the left guy, we fake reverse it. Did that confuse you? Yeah, it's probably yeah, the which right. is probably the objective, right? Well, hopefully it confused the opponent <laughs> exactly, too. Exactly, exactly. Now, as we talked about um, looking at last week, stopping the run, and it's as you've talked about, it's that's your priority, number one priority is to stop the run, and then, um, but on the last week against Okoy, the pass defense held them to four fourteen pass, and we had the it's a huge interception return by Anthony Fieldings. Um, can you just talk about uh, your thoughts on the way the, the pass defense has played thus far this year, and especially last week? Well, we, we got a new secondary coach, Mike Granato, back there. I moved him over from, from uh, offense. And then Marcus Neeson's working back there with him, too. And so those guys have really put a lot of time and effort into you know, not only the techniques and fundamentals and the reads of the secondary, but just instilling some fire on them and making them play and go after the ball and you know, we might have already had more interceptions this year than we had all last year. So I think we're playing better back there. The good news is they're young. You know, one corner is Anthony Fieldings. He's a junior. The other corner is Nakai Martinez. He's a freshman. One safety is Jaquan Loman, who's a sophomore. Uh, the other safety is a senior, Yermaya. And then Eric Wright can play any of those positions back there. He's a sophomore. So we've only got one senior uh, playing back there at all. So it's good. It's a good secondary. It's a young secondary. Can you, you talked earlier about, which was great insight into you know, how we came to play Bartram Trail. We've never played them before. You talked about you know, how they have a focus on running a classy program. And, you know, of course, that's what you do here at Apopka. And I, can you t- talk more about that, about the values you in, strive to instill in the program? And specifically, the reason I'm asking is, you know, at one time back in the day, that was pretty much the norm of, of the game of football, NFL, college, high school, whatever. 
as I'm observing, I see a lot, especially at the high school level, a lot of uh, you know, programs don't really inculcate those classy values, if you will. I mean, you see a lot of taunting. You see a lot of talking. You know, well, the, th- number things one, like that. the number one problem with high school football in the state is this, this transfer rule that they instituted because basically it's free agency. You're seeing this year Winter Park had like 20 transfers. You know, last year it was Jones with 30 transfers. So we're getting these schools that accept any and all comers, whether they're open or closed. Most of it's illegal. And the kids go there, and they're not going there to win. They're going there to be showcased, sheen, whatever. So you're kind of getting these little football magnet places. Well, those places aren't. I'm not saying they don't run good programs, but they're not all about discipline and character building and trying to build men and win for your hometown team. It's not about that with them. And so it's frustrating because if if a kid gets mad at us, he'll just transfer to another school. We see it all the time. We had 11 go to Wakaiva two years ago because they weren't happy here. And so, again, I don't think it's a good rule. I don't think legislatures understood what it's going to do to the game. And it's only going to get worse, sadly. Thanks for giving those great insights. Look forward to seeing you tonight. We've got a minute left. I, you know, yeah. on, on more of a downer note, uh, you know, we had 12-year undefeated streak against uh, other freshman teams. And you know, we lost a freshman game last year, last night to Wekaiba at home. Do you, do you have any thought? Can you share your thoughts on that? Well, it's disappointing. Obviously, we lost, so. You know, they they played bad. They are bad. You know, it's just not a good, not not a good good mix. <laughs> when you're not very good, and you play really bad. You get beat by a lot. So that's what happened. JV lost too. You want to ask about that? I, I left after we the freshman game. All actually, these, these these losing things that happened. <laughs> yep, lost a freshman game. Lost the JV game. I'm obviously not happy about it. So. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you. John, thank you for being here. Thanks, Roger. We'll see you this evening. Joe, looking forward to the game tonight. Kickoff, 7 p.m. We'll have the pregame for you at 6.30 p.m. right here on 1520 WBZW. In the meantime, we'll be here at Porky's. Come on up and join us. Porky's Barbecue. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.